With time running out before the Grifter Grocery Leadership Team left Riverwalk Convention Center, the death of Algernon Grifter was not solved. Alone in the pool room, the scene of the crime, Irene Adler was by herself when someone whom she recognized entered with a weapon. Meanwhile, Barnaby Druthers was brought downtown to answer more questions from Detective Lavaugh. We proudly present the conclusion of Barnaby Druthers, All We Bring to Bear. Coffee? Tea? Tea, if you have it. Uh, chamomile, perhaps? It comes in a tin box that says tea. It doesn't sound promising. Let's talk about Algernon Grifter. Marvelous. How so? The matter needs resolution. It needs solving. I agree. Then why aren't you back at the scene of the crime? A detective can think from anywhere, can't they? I hope so, for all concerned. You seem emotionally vested in this case. Can't be helped. I met the deceased, Algernon Grifter. I suppose it's human nature to be affected by that sort of thing. Wouldn't you agree, detective? Me? I'm just a guy who likes to sit with the guy who thinks he's the smartest man in the room. Oh, that would have been Detective Griggs, surely. But he left to get the tea. Don't you consider yourself the smartest guy in the room? The guy who solves other people's mysteries? It is not that I consider myself one thing or the other. Sometimes I receive recognition, and I gladly accept it, along with anything else that life generously bestows. So you're a fraud, is that what you're telling me? Far from it. Haven't you been listening? Listening is a good skill to have, Detective. I recommend you pick it up. Why would you accept recognition for something you don't think you deserve? We live in a world of innumerable sorrows and incomprehensible tragedies. Why would we not embrace the silly things that bring us joy and pleasure, especially when accepting them brings so much happiness to others, and when the acceptance of same can be put to even greater use to the cause of justice? You might be trying to tell me something, but you're not being clear, Mr. Druthers. Detective Lavar, it's like the case of the five buttons. Not the five buttons thing again. Are you familiar with the parable of the blind men and the elephant? Enlighten me, if it's quick. Six blind men came upon an elephant. The first came upon the elephant's side and said, an elephant is like a wall. The second felt the tusks and said the elephant is like a spear. The third felt the trunk and said the elephant is like a snake, and so on and so on. And in the end, none of the men could see the truth because none had actually seen an elephant. In the case of the five buttons, I was all six blind men. But unlike those unhappy six, I had a guide who had seen an elephant or two in her time and could put each part in its proper place. You're speaking of Irene Adler. During the case of the five buttons, I learned to trust her gifts as much as she learned to trust me and my friendship. And we both learned how the myth of the man can be a lightning rod and lightning can be put to enormous use when someone knows how to channel the energy. I'm talking to the wrong person, aren't I? Oh, I don't know. I could be quite engaging at dinner parties, depending on the soup. To solve this case, I need to speak to Irene Adler. If she hasn't already sold it for you, yes. Had you invited her back to the station, the smartest guy in the room would have been a woman. Griggs, get your coat. We're going back to Riverwalk. Is everyone invited? 
Barnaby Druthers, All We Bring to Bear, written, created, and produced by J. Timothy Quirk, directed by A.J. Lynn, starring Devin Richtmeyer as Irene Adler, and Humphrey Ralston as Barnaby Druthers, narrated by Robert C. Fullerton, musical performance by Robert C. Fullerton, additional music and theme by Bob Eggleston. Interesting. I thought you would follow me, and that you would follow me here. Huh. I see you produced a weapon. Do you feel more in control of the situation? Perhaps. Or perhaps not. No matter. I think it's time you and I had a chat, don't you? I think it's time you either try to use your weapon, or you can tell me what you know. It's not a weapon. Put it down, then. All right. Better? It would have been better if you didn't bring it in the first place. Why pick up the pool skimmer? That's my prerogative. I think you have the wrong idea. Stay there on your side of the pool and convince me. I miss the way we used to talk. The better the conversation, the fewer the words. I don't like what you're saying. I don't either. You're unsure, aren't you? You don't know what to do. I just want things to go back to normal. You don't know how to do that, do you? Do you need to make a call? What do you mean? To find out what to do next. Go ahead. As long as you stay on your side, I'll wait. So then I set up the table, just so Irene Adler finished the game off, and I won. Cosmo, you need to stop talking about it. Just a sore loser, Wilma. This doesn't seem like the best time to be playing games. Is there any better time? It's your shot, Prue. I think I might uh, go uh, to the bar, get a drink. Diet soda? Yes. Good shot. Wait, what am I again? Stripes or solids? Solids. Is anyone going to get that? What now, Brett? What's your move? Now we wait. Tell me about it. Tell me how you made a mistake. Tell me that you're sorry. You're right in all counts. Things got out of hand. It wasn't supposed to go this way, was it? You talk better without words, Brett. I can see. You're afraid. Hello. Elliot, what a surprise. I didn't think anyone's supposed to be in here. Didn't anyone see the police tape? That doesn't seem to be stopping anyone. You... I think they might be looking for you back at the bar. I could use a root beer. I mean, if you're too busy, are we allowed to self-serve? I think he's busy, Elliot. Wait. What's going on in here? Call the front desk 
Have them call the police. Uh, okay, but what? Like father, like son. He's still breathing, though, for now. I see you're gauging how fast you can get out the back door, Irene. How far do you think you can make it? How fast can you run? In the snow? In dress shoes? Which one of us is stalling for time? Me or you? You're stalling. I'm waiting. I love you, darling. I love you too, Bertie. But I have to let you go. Uh, don't say that. Don't, don't ever say it. It's over. We can't keep going on this way. And we shouldn't. We... Our time is over. We can make this work. I'll get a divorce. It's, it's the only way. Don't put that on me. Don't you dare put that on me. Our love should be enough. I turned down the job I wanted. The job I was working for. Because I didn't want to be in charge of Prudence. You could have fired her. That's the point, Engelbert. You mean Bertie. How could I have ethics in business and lose it in my private life? No, I can't do this anymore. Not again. I don't think I can bear it. I'm sorry. Sorry for all of it. I'm not. I've loved all of it. Every moment. For four months, seven days, 14 hours, and uh, 27 minutes. There will be a time when you won't count that time. Maybe you'll work it out with your wife. Maybe you'll find someone new. But do it the right way. There is no right way when you're suffocating inside. There has to be. It's how you move forward. And we have to move forward. It's how we survive. Well, this is interesting. She knows. What does she know? I know you're related. Most likely brother and sister. I'm Prudence. Prudence Cragcrumbs. What a lovely name. Married into it, I'm afraid. Then again, it wasn't much of an improvement over Drain Dredge. So glad to know the Drain Dredge line was so interesting to you. After the financial scandal in the floral department and the audit, you knew you might not just get fired, you might go to jail. It might have something to do with that financial thing. That up, Cosmo? What financial thing are you referring to? He doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, the thing about the floral department and the audit, remember? That made you dangerous. You turned to someone you could trust. I told you, she knows. Look at poor Elliot. Like father, like son. I said that. Elliot is such a pathetic creature. I'm surrounded by weak men. Not like the drain dredges. We come from superior stock, it seems. That's far enough, Prudence. Or what? Or you won't be able to get your final instructions from the brains of your little scheme. Brains? Do tell. The one with the plan, who always has a plan. Don't you think you should let them in? Do it, Brett. How much does she know? I'm beginning to think pretty much everything. Maybe she's lying. Maybe. 
but maybe I can tell you a story. Maybe you can tell me the story. Either way, the facts remain the same. A theft, an audit, a murder. I like this pool. I should have used it more on this trip. Before the incident, of course. Don't you like the pool, Brett? Eh, it's all right. We used to play Marco Polo, calling out Marco and Polo until someone was caught. Finish your story, Irene. I'm just starting here. You wanted money. Maybe payback for not moving up. Never moving up. You thought you could cook the books and take the money you thought you deserved because your career flatlined. Well, there's certainly something to be said for lateral moves. Tell me about it. That's all I've been doing at Grifters. Can't seem to get out of floral. I should have been treated better. Paid what I was worth. Wilma agreed with you, didn't she? She probably put the idea in your head and then made you think it was yours. What do you think, Wilma? It must have been difficult being the assistant to someone you thought was beneath you. Elliot's a fool. His father always promoted him beyond his abilities. If we had only known that would have changed this time, things would have been different. Algernon always used to say they promote based on merit. But promotions come along and there's Elliot getting bumped up and everyone knows why. You took the money, but an audit found it out. According to Cosmo, there was a significant scandal involving the books relating to the floral department. Significant enough that it may have triggered the announcement by Algernon Grifter to reconsider the leadership. And you knew you were found out. Algernon Grifter told you as much on a microphone in front of everyone. Are we being fired, Algie? I'm saying most likely those who don't make the cut won't be here for next year's leadership meeting. He was warning you. He didn't have the heart to fire you himself. Couldn't bring himself to call the police. But he knew someone like Merritt would. I've heard enough. Marco! Polo! Don't try to circle around. My story's not finished. No, 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 Prudence. I just told you the why. I didn't tell you the how. Because to make a scheme like yours work, you need someone behind the scenes. And that's Wilma. She gave you the idea of the theft, then helped you hide the transactions, but the audit still found you out. So you had to come up with a plan. You had a meeting. Prue, you're needed in the curry in room five. We're going to have a meeting. Aren't I on my own time? If you want to pay for your room and meals, it can be personal time. Who can afford it? We don't know if we have jobs. That's what we want to discuss. Five minutes. Do I bring Inkelbert? Who? Uh, no, no, no spouses. Five minutes, proof. If you want to pay for your room and meals, it can be personal time. Interesting phrasing there. No one else was going to the meeting. Everyone else stayed there at the bar except for you two. Brett only had to wait for instructions. You're not the brains of the outfit, Mr. Biceps. I don't like the way you say that anymore. Marco! Polo! The story's not done. Wilma knew where and when the leadership conference was going to be held. You had Brett get a job here to be available in case something came up about the audit. Not exactly. He was to look into something more personal. He was to keep an eye on your husband. You suspected him. Well, you're not wrong. I guess it was good to have him on hand. 
I was just supposed to be a deterrent. Engelbert knows me, knows what I can do. You can't stop an emotion like that. No wonder you were so angry, Prudence. Why you were so short with him all this time? I think I'd like to go to the bar. No, Engelbert. Maybe as a bonus, he could keep an eye on Algernon, too. I've been here, Elliot, where I've been since four o'clock. Your drink, sir. Keep them coming. To get away with anything, you need to shut off the security cameras. You knew where they were, didn't you, Wilma? Who else has access to this room? I did let one of the customers check on supplies. Wilma? I think her name was Wilma Popples? Algernon knew you were bad news, Wilma. He didn't know how far you would go. Wilma Popples is now our liaison with the conference center. She's been given access to the supply room in case we need any other supplies. She knows what she's doing. So, you wrote a note to request more towels for the pool room. You wrote it in pencil, which you alone obtained when everyone else was given pens. We have your note, and we have your handwriting in the inventory games. Larkin was taken away from her desk with a note asking for more towels in the pool room. Here it is in this bag. Very interesting note indeed. It's handwritten in pencil. You place the note requesting more towels on the desk for Larkin to find. Larkin left her office to bring the towels, and when she did, you snuck into the office and shut off the cameras. You knew Brett was safe to settle the score with Algernon somehow. I had very little time, and he didn't listen to reason. He turned his back on me, and I hit him. He was still reeling when I ran back to the bar before his mist. I didn't know he'd fall into the water. You think you have an alliance, but Wilma's going to turn on you. She didn't steal the money. She can say she thought she was fixing the numbers on the internal reports and made mistakes. You took the money, Prudence. Brett committed manslaughter. Wilma has plausible deniability. She's going to turn you in and go free. It was Wilma's idea. All of it. She's trying to divide us. Marco! Prudence, catch! Brett? I can't swim! back door. Go after her, Brett. I'll get Prudence. Stop her. I wish you had fallen into the deep end, Prue. I hate to get wet. I can see your footprint. You can't escape from me. I get it. I get it. The best conversations have fewer words. Then the fuel birds out of you, the better. Sucker punch, huh? You got one shot to do that, old man, and that was it. Don't I get one, too? Stay down, Brett. Detectives LeVar and Greg should be here any moment. Stay down, Brett. I could knock you down, too, you know. Not both of us, and we made quite a team. Quite a bit of trouble we were in. You did marvelously, by the way, Miss Adler, as always. Thank you, Barnaby. And you as well, as always. I wonder if that trio will find their justice of the court system. I'm sure of it. Before I went to the pool room, I not only made sure the security cameras were on, I turned on the microphone, too. There's an echo and not everything is clear, but a lot of it should be usable in court if they don't outright provide their confessions. 
Did you know Griggs had the good fortune to see the broken police tape at the pool room and was able to save Prudence Craig Brunson drowning? That's the only positive luck Prudence has had in a long time. What a tragedy this Grifter Grocery Conference produced. Did someone say produce? No, Cosmo. Merritt, I need to ask you. I need you to take the role Dad wanted you to have. I need you to run the company. I thought you wanted it, Elliot. I do, I, and I did. But my dad was trying to tell me something about fault and responsibility. Running a company takes responsibility. It takes skills I don't have. Not yet, anyway. Maybe I'll learn them from you. Maybe I won't. But I do know whose fault it would be if I ran Grifter's Groceries into the ground. And I can't have that happen. Hey, if you want me to run the company, I'd be happy to. No, No, Cosmo. Cosmo. All right. Fair enough. I, I accept, Elliot. I think I'm ready to do it now. Thank you for the second chance. Do you think I can get a bump in pay anyway? No, Cosmo. Want to play pool for it? Best of four? What do I do now? You need to find your own voice, Bertie. You need to find your own happiness. I don't think I can do that without you. I know you can. And you will. You have something to give. I know that more than anyone. You need to heal. And that's going to take time. Take care of yourself. And you'll find someone deserving of all you have to give. Goodbye, Bertie. Will you be checking out, Mr. Druthers? He'll do no such thing. Will you, Mr. Druthers? Don't you like staying here in Bear, Oregon? Certainly the accommodations here are bearable. And I still enjoy the Mount Bachelor view. I don't suppose a discount is in order. Nope, I'm sorry. No discount on rooms. But... You can have a $5 off coupon at the bar once we hire a new bartender. A barkeep. That might be a rather nice diversion every so often. Certainly good for the pocket money, eh, Miss Adlon? I think you'd be good at it. The best bartenders are expert listeners, and listening is what Barnaby Druthers does best. Wonderful! Barnaby Druthers working for me. I'm just going to have to fill out the application form. And we might need to send an insurance waiver if you plan on doing more investigations. My insurance premiums will go through the roof. But we should celebrate. How about a selfie? All of us. If Larkin will join us. I'm in. Everyone say, Barnaby! No, no. Everyone say, Bear Oregon. And that's how Barnaby Druthers arrived in Bear, Oregon, and how the first case of Druthers in Oregon was solved. Barnaby Druthers was British, a man who craved the indoors, who did not like snow, didn't know how to ski or rock climb or play any water sports. He was the perfect outsider in the great Northwest. But he discovered his wit gentle nature, compassion, and great listening skill was all he needed to bring to bear. And as long as Irene Adler was there, that was all he ever needed to call this land his home. Join us next week for more Barnaby Druthers. Barnaby Druthers, All We Bring to Bear, written, created, and produced by J. Timothy Quirk. 
directed by A.J. Lynn, starring Devin Richtmeyer as Irene Adler and Humphrey Ralston as Barnaby Druthers. Narrated by Robert C. Fullerton. Musical performance by Robert C. Fullerton. Additional music and theme by Bob Eccleston. All We Bring to Bear also starred in alphabetical order Kurt Boucher, Rich Sear, A.J. Lynn, David Maccarelli, Christiane Morel Olson, David Robinson, Jeff Savage, Kayla Soule, and Olivia Wadsworth. Barnaby Druthers Comes to Oregon is a Nutmeg Junction production for Community Radio.